0: my shit
1: connected
0: so do you guys use both <laughs> video and audio the plan was for this episode to be the first video version okay hold on let me put me, up all right let me you
2: let me get know, right. We do right. He's like on. are
1: you gonna show my face no we were just <laughs> talking about ian how yesterday he decided to shave his entire face and forgot he's gonna be on camera or just uh, see other people in general.
0: <laughs> completely forgot. Like, I just got bored last night. I was watching oh, yeah. Seinfeld and shit. and I was like, I need something to do. I don't see I, you I that often. Shave my face.
2: I don't see you that often. So it doesn't look weird, but I know what it means. Like, what other people will be like, oh, I, you know, what did you do to your face, bro? <laughs> yeah. Crazy,
0: man. Crazy. But hey, this is what we got. We are here with it. It is what it's going to be headphoneless, hairless. This out here baby face I'm like mace right now <laughs> <laughs> <Look at Courtney. laughs> well, okay so we're gonna get started we're gonna Let's hop go right into it um the way we usually do it is basically me and Courtney we run through a little bit about our previous week leading up to it we' we'll, um we'll basically um introduce you as well feel free to share your previous weeks and we'll go through just a little bit of questioning but it's it's not super structured it's not super interview staff we're gonna talk the shit we'll talk about running what we'll, maybe we we'll end up talking about something else whatever the fuck we're gonna do we'll do it and have some fun doing it
2: i'm excited okay,
1: and, we'll, and we'll try to keep it within an hour um give or take 10 or so um, <laughs> <laughs> so okay all right so uh i'll start hey y'all it's courtney Welcome back to the Runners Club Podcast. Actually,
0: let me start over because I
1: already... <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. I've been on vacation. I've been just chilling in the sunshine. I'm not- no, this like- is how we start. Yeah.
0: We're not even doing no take two. Yeah. We're going to keep it no, just okay. like this. Y'all know else? who be showing up yeah. with Courtney every time. Maybe sometimes she might forget, but I be here every single time. <laughs> <laughs> I run this. You know, this is this fresh, this fresh off the vacay court right here. You know what I'm saying? My tannin wore off like three weeks ago. She went and re-upped on her tan real quick. You know what I'm saying? So let's start. Y'all know how we do it. We start off with our little bit of recap. I feel like Courtney's recap is amazing. She's feeling herself. She glowing. She got the gold chain on. She got she got the garment on the outside of the sleeves. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I'm a runner for real. So please, Courtney. How was your last week? How have you been since we haven't been here?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been good. It's been good. I mean, I do want to say formally, like, just real quick, if y'all, ha- if it's your first episode for some reason, this is a Runners Club podcast, and we, we, we're we just really chill. We're pretty Blacks, um, and I, and yeah, I've been away for, I went on a 10-day retreat, away with my leadership team with gumbo fit and we used it as an opportunity to just like really get outside of our own bubbles and um just reflect on what we want just like personally within running Um, and we like although we weren't working it was very productive it was it was some of the most productive 10 days of just like having fun and laughing and then like talking and having real conversations that we've never been able to have ever in the two years of us doing Gumbo Fit. So it's like, I really am excited about what is coming next because I find, I like really feel like I know my team differently now. Um, But in like backing up from that, we went to LA um for the marathon because um mike mike brown was running the marathon and he told us this a while ago and we're like oh cool would love to support you and and then like that's like and that was like the start of the idea of the trip of oh we'll go to the LA we'll like support you at the LA marathon we'll run the 5k you know, Ian, you was going to run the marathon at first, but then it's like people was getting too ambitious. Like we all were just trying to do the most. Um, but the 5k was amazing. I would do it again. I also suggest it to anybody. Like I didn't even realize like, yes, I've been to LA and of course running in LA sounds and would be beautiful, but like when you do it, it's, it, it's, it's, is different. So I just suggest it. Um, Mike killed the LA Marathon four weeks after running the Chicago Marathon, and um, part of the reason why we ended up staying longer, and we planned this trip like months ago, uh, but we found out about this uh, concert in Vegas called the uh, Day in Vegas um, Festival, which was, it's the first. It was supposed to happen in 2020, and then obviously, you know, they had to push back. The lineup was insane. A lot of the people that would be headlining today were not headlining. So then you had like a whole bunch of headliners just like back to back to back to back and everybody put on a show. Um, And so in between that, those two weekends, we went to Joshua Tree and went hiking, you know, watched the sunset, looked at the mountains, (laughs) got some sun, like like, what'd you say?
0: Got mad zen with it and shit.
1: It was really just chilling. like, what do you guys want to do today? You know? And it's like, how often do you get to do that? You know, just to do things as, as you feel. And so that was, and I think it's really therapeutic. And I would say that like um, studies show that like it takes days to relax. So I felt like on day four, like our second day in Joshua Tree, that's when I was like, oh, I'm actually relaxing now. And now nice. I'm on vacation. So
0: that's nice. yeah, I'm ultimately
1: happy. really great um
0: would suggest it to anybody had a good time yeah. I love it I love it that's more. Yeah. It. okay I'm gonna diverge a little bit yeah because what I realize is that this is probably going and you probably about to see my child who I told I was recording live but it's okay come on come on this is my older <laughs> child but anyway um I realize people are going to see this on YouTube and yeah, and they're gonna be like, who's this? So good here person? on the screen, like, man, quiet. It's like, well, who the fuck is this? So we're gonna go ahead and introduce Sid real quick, you know, so he don't have to sit here quietly with the <laughs> with the thinking cap on. You feel me? So, for those who do not know, this is wait, Mister. How you say your last name? Is it Baptiste? Baptista. Baptiste. Baptiste. It is what is yeah, with the A? Baptista. I know Courtney had a really great introduction for you, so I'm sorry for throwing Courtney off. Go ahead, Courtney.
1: Yeah, okay. So first of all, welcome in, Sid. We appreciate you. Can't wait to get into conversation with you. Um, and I just want to go over your, your bio real quick. Um, Sid Baptista is an entrepreneur and community advocate, passionate about leveraging running to create experiences and connect diverse communities. He is a founder of Pioneers Apparel Inc. and Pioneers Run Crew, as well as the host of uh, the Fitness in Color podcast. Uh, Sid believes in the power of running to create connections, elevate voices, and champion change. While he wears many hats, his favorite are uh, his favorite two are being a proud father and husband to his wonderful family. So, isn't that this is that's a great that's that's a beautiful Everybody. beautiful bio.
2: I had a I had one of my homies write a bio for me and that's what came out of it. So I was like, you know what? I'm okay. going to use this. I think okay. she wrote it for uh, a couple months ago. But thank you. I'm so hyped to be here, y'all.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm so hyped to be here. So no, thank you for having me. No, nah, yeah. this is smooth. You mad interesting guy.
0: And stuff. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I met you in passing once, I believe. And then it was just like, no, actually, no. You was... The first person i seen in my last slap hat.
2: And oh, my God. It really? Was,
0: it was Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy because like, I don't know how. I don't know if it was show. I think it was your show, your fitness and color show. Right. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know how I saw I don't know if it popped up on YouTube or just popped up in my algorithm. And it was like you was in like this, like I think in a Lululemon or what yes, 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 was yes. Doing like this thing. And I was like, yo, fam, this grandma cap on TV. Cause you know, internet is TV now. So I'm like, yo, this is crazy. So I was like dumb excited. I think I might have reached out to you or something like that. And uh, and we we kind of uh built you know a quasi relationship from there and stuff like yeah. that. And it's been pretty cool since then kind of watching you out listening to a few episodes of the podcast myself and thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, thank you. but, uh, it's, it's been really cool watching you and see how you move in the space and whatnot, because I feel like your story is really similar to me and Courtney's, um, mm-hmm. just with, you know, with that beautiful East coast flavor, you feel me? Yeah,
2: no, I, 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 I definitely, uh, see you guys in the same light. It's like, that's that Chicago vibe that I really want to like encapsulate and be a part of. Um, but thank you. No, uh, I'm trying to think. I like saw something somewhere about last lap corner store and it being, you know, on the south side, it being in um, Boxville, it being in a container. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. This is dope. This is exciting. Like, you know, I live in in a part of Boston where there aren't any running stores. You got to leave. You got to go two to three miles to get anything running related. Right, Mm -hmm. and so for me, it was like, yo, that's super dope. I got, I got to check this out. Love the name, all that. So then, when I was able to buy the hat, I bought it, and it was like one of my favorite hats. So I wore it all summer, whatever. I can't remember when I I bought it, and I wore it forever. So you'll see it like on my LinkedIn page. You'll see it on my like Instagram, everywhere. You'll see the hat. So I wore it for a long time, but um, and I yeah, I just loved it. So always here to support. And then um, so yeah, man. So it's been dope
0: i love it i love it i love it i'm 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 I'm, and I'm super excited to get into more about your background story i want to hear about your last week how was your last week how how have you been you know especially because you was you was you was in town for a little bit you popped in and out I, were you even <laughs> here for the chicago marathon i don't even know you <laughs> friend, place
2: i had to come to chicago for that weekend because i couldn't come this was the first year in like four or five years that i haven't been there for chicago marathon um and it's because it was the same weekend as boston marathon this week this year oh yeah yeah, so so the boston marathon got moved and so i was like man i i can't not go to chicago and then when you guys had the um the pre-marathon expo i was like yo this is it i gotta go so jumped on a plane popped up that was so much fun to watch you to watch the two of you like on stage it was like You listen to the podcast and then you watch the two of you. It's like, this makes sense. It's like super dope. (laughs) It's them being like, that's how they are. And, um, and I just loved the atmosphere. I loved the expo because it was like an expo, right? Like you had the, uh, you had the, the race director there, you had elites there, but the flavor was just like different than like a regular expo. And I was like, super inspired, came home, told my team about it. It was like yo, they're doing dope stuff out there. So, um, and, and I'm also uh, I'm su- supportive of Edge. Um, I've known Edge, the, the folks at Edge Athlete Lounge for years. Um, yeah. and so it's just dope, dope to watch from here and then go and experience it. So, um, but to answer your question, my last week has actually been pretty, pretty crazy. Um, so as you mentioned, I I've uh, I have a apparel line called Pioneers Apparel Link, yeah. and we are like on the verge of launching our official launch like not crowdfund in uh, in the next couple of days so
1: hey hopefully
2: by the thanksgiving weekend our site will be live right. and so this past week it's been dealing with dhl to get customs clearance it's been dealing with my website person i got six people on staff they're all across um the, the world really um and so yeah. like it's really it's really like getting all that. we had like a final photo shoot like because we got all of our final products with all the ta- like everything you know finished goods on it you know, zippers, everything that was, has been missing from the samples has been. Uh, so we did a photo shoot. It was like an eight hour um, ordeal. And so it's, it's been a pretty wild week. Uh, definitely out of the ordinary, but super exciting for sure.
0: I love it. I love it. Did you get any kind of like, have you taken any downtime, any break between, you know, the marathon and now have you just been moving through
2: it yes yeah, so i've actually taken some time so i'd say we what chicago marathon weekend was the same yeah so the weekend before marathon i went out there and then i came back here we actually did a so uh in, you know obviously in addition to the apparel line i have a run crew right pioneers run crew and so in boston um we created our own marathon called 26 point true the wow. same weekend as boston and that's because boston marathon is the only Major marathon that doesn't run through the city it's named after, which means yeah. So nobody really knows that, right? Like people think they're running Boston, but they're starting in Hopkinton suburbs, <laughs> no. and they're running through all of the north, all of the suburbs. And then you're running in through Brookline, which is like the richest suburb of all suburbs, right? Mm-hmm. You know, right there up there with Newton. And you come in through a couple miles in Boston, like maybe two miles through Fenway and into Boylston Street. So growing up in the city. When they said the Boston Marathon, it was like, oh, the thing on TV. Like we never see it. We never ever experience anybody running in our neighborhoods. And so this year we had the opportunity. Well, you know, we've always been like, yo, we gotta, you know, do something, because we've created running in our spaces, and now it's like, all right, let's create this marathon called Twenty Six Point True that runs around the city of Boston. And so, in partnership with Lululemon. created that marathon it was super dope super super dope look it up uh 26 point true just if you google it or put it on youtube you'll find a recap video
1: so is that this was your first year of doing that or had you done it before
2: okay so it was our first years yeah
1: okay and when in uh 20 this like this year or
2: 2020 uh 2021 so this past yeah Yeah, yeah,
1: this year this this
2: marathon same weekend as so we had our marathon 26 point true on saturday and then you know, we, and then the real, mar- oh, the Boston Marathon, the official Boston Marathon was on uh Monday. Right. So it, it was very busy oh, that weekend. And right. then I took some time, some downtime. Yeah. That's
1: wild. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to know just from like this perspective of you and I want to get into like you as well, but like yeah. this marathon is very interesting. I want to know like how many people did you, like how many participants for this first year? Like what
2: we were had... kind of like
1: set the scene?
2: yeah yeah so yeah sure so we um all right so pioneers run crew is an official sponsor community member or whatever special sponsored by lululemon Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's actually been a very good relationship we've had previous relationships with other brands that haven't been successful and part of the reason why i created my own brand was because of my experiences there but lululemon has been dope and so we're one of four sponsored teams in north america um and we pitched to them, this idea, we were going to do it anyway, but we pitched to them like, yo, we we're doing this marathon. It's called 26 point true. And we gave them the concept. And so they, we, we were, uh, they helped us fund it. So we pitched to them, they pitched to the team, they brought back some funding and we were, um, we, we created a course, 26.2 miles and it was fully supported water stations okay. chair zones. Um, yeah. So it was super dope. And so we had about, I want to say we had close to 50 people sign up and then mm. we had, I would say, closer to like forty people run it, maybe a little wow. more. Yeah. Uh, and we started in Malcolm X Park in Roxbury, um, and you know, ran through all of the neighborhoods, uh, in, you know, not all of the neighborhoods, but a lot of the neighborhoods in Boston. And uh, so this
0: was like in the city. In it was in the
2: city, yes, wow. in the city. Okay. We had, we had a ton of a ton of neighborhoods that just never see people running in them, other than us, right? Yeah. Uh, and then so that was you know it was it was super dope so yeah we ran that morning and uh mm-hmm. part of the package that we that, that we kind of were supported through Lululemon was um uh, production video production and so I took that on and, and and hired a friend of mine and we shot a really really dope uh trailer basically and and just put it out and it's been it's super dope so okay. you should check it out and uh, it's about a minute long sure. and it'll tell you you know it'll show you kind of the route that we ran and it will you know you know got a little voiceover about the marathon and so that was super exciting and a lot of fun and it's just one of those things that we do it's like we've always operated outside of the norm of what running is considered especially in boston people are like oh boston the mecca of running it's like well you know we're we've never been included in that and so right. we've always operated outside of it uh and so that was just you know Things that we do, so that was one of those things that we did, and it was a lot of fun. we smooth.
0: We're trying to pull up, uh trying to pull up to Boston. uh Hopefully for the next marathon, not running it, unfortunately, but a couple of the seven on Sundays runners are able to be queued during the Chicago so, marathon, and so they'll be popping out. A few of us will probably be joining them and running with them in Boston. But I was like, like we in the process of trying to find Airbnbs and all of that, and yeah, so. Yeah. I tried to like I try to take the lead on it. I'm looking at Google <laughs> Maps. I'm looking at the I got Google maps over here. I got Airbnb maps over here. I'm like trying to uh compare the geography so I can figure out where the fuck I am. And yeah I'm like, is this the suburbs? Is, is these neighborhoods about yeah. like, <laughs> still?
2: No, if you're looking along the marathon route, those are suburbs. You gotta look so you know, anywhere, I guess. Yeah, Boylston Street in South is kind of yeah. where Boston is, you know, well, you know, around Boylston Street, Street too. But um, if you're looking along the marathon route, that's definitely just the suburbs. That's small. Mm. That's, that's good small. to know. Yeah, um, people don't know that.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, I had no idea.
2: So um, one thing ahead. we're thinking about quickly, Ian, is if you are trained for a marathon and you don't BQ, come and run our marathon. Run it the weekend, the, the couple of days before and re- see the Boston and then support your friends that's kind of what know. we're going to try and pitch I think for the next one so do
1: you guys we're got medals
2: Go ahead. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get medals we didn't have yeah. them this year just from that's- a timer perspective but we'll get medals and um yeah that's dope.
1: what people would always ask us when we were putting on our like the RLT because like even the 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 expo that we put on uh the RLT expo expo it's like any race that we did it's like is there going to be a medal like because if there's not going to be a medal people would be like I don't know. I run for medals or I run for, <laughs> you know, everybody has a reason. Um, yeah. We did everything from like wood to uh, acrylic. Cause obviously metal, the actual metal is more expensive, but.
2: Yeah. I got, I got a plug. I got a plug if you need it. Um, yeah. I got a couple of medals on here from my That's last, very, I did a race uh, a couple of years ago and I got some, but yeah, let me know. Share it
1: with me and, and Ian. Cause we both be trying to, we, we both be curating some stuff,
0: races and, and all of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I might go ahead and train for uh train for your joint. I'm gonna talk to the homies because, like I said, we'll be there.
2: Yeah, if you're coming, if we're, Hi, we're probably bro. yeah we'll we'll get you more details. We want to kind of, I kind of want to do this thing where I tell a lot of people about it. Tell like the run, you know, tell the running community about it. Like if you're coming to Boston, and you're trained, run our marathon. But we still got to figure out how many people we're gonna let in. You know what? Like because if if it's like a if if three four hundred people want to run it, that's a little different than. Fifty to eighty, you know. So yeah. definitely keep it, keep it, um, keep it there. Let me mute real quick. Yeah, yeah. You guys hear the the noise? The, I'm on the street, so there's like it's like good. All right. It's all good. We live. What we ah, live. You're good. You yeah, me? exactly. You're you see, know what, we live <laughs> like we live. It
0: what it is, you know. But I'm yeah. I'm loving the energy. I'm loving the energy. I'm excited to hear about that. Definitely hit us with the utmost details, cause uh, yeah, Mike, sure. Cause I'm about me personally. I'm about to start training for um. Um, the F3 half that's happening in, I think, January, I'll turn that right on over into some marathon training, if I'm going to come to Boston anyway. yeah, Because um, I, I did not run Chicago this year, and I I, it, I feel it. I feel the fact that I did not run a marathon. It, it stresses me out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm itching. I was supposed to run, like I said, in L.A., but then I ended up hurting myself. So yeah. I could not run for that. Uh but I need, I need a 26.2 in my life as soon as possible.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I know Sid, I like, I really want to know, I want, I want to know more. And I know that our listeners want to know more about like why you're even into running and like where mm. you even started. And I, like, especially with you saying, you know, being from Boston, are, are you like originally, originally from Boston? Yeah. So born, born and raised. raised in Dorchester, yeah.
2: which is, uh, the biggest and most diverse neighborhood in boston uh, okay. but you don't see those you don't see dorchester on the new uh you know on uh, on tv much
1: so how yeah. okay so with that being said how did you end up starting a run club starting you know the i mean yeah, maybe yeah. just yeah you starting running and then maybe the run club because i know pioneers the apparel line is we can get so, into that
2: yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> so so i i've done a lot of so i I, I've, so born and raised in Boston and Dorchester, I then got the opportunity to go away to boarding school when I was like 14. So like at 14, I was thrust into a new world of like predominantly white people, right? Like I went from being in a predominantly black growing up neighborhood and, and, you know, friends and family, and then going off to predominantly white neighborhood uh, or, or, uh, or school. And got kind of, kind of the, the start of my, like, I'm just one of a few people look like me yeah. um but then as i went you know college and i got i i uh i went and joined pwc after college so it was a, a big accounting firm and um i always just found myself being one of a few and i was always found myself trying to create more experiences and bringing people with me like trying to bring the homies with me like yo i got this boarding school like let me try and get a couple homies in i got this internship at pwc let me try and get a couple homies in and so as I was going through PwC, I was starting to travel and um, and starting to see like what other cities did. Right. Like I would like go to other cities, go to Texas, you know, go to go to Chicago, go yeah. to California for work. And I would just start to see the communities of color doing dope stuff. And for at the time, I think it was like 2011, 2012, it was like music festivals. They were popping everywhere. So I came home. I was like, Yo, I'm going to create a music festival. Um, and it was also one of those things where I was like, I want to create for my people, right? So then I was like, create a music festival and basically quit my job to create a music festival to become an entrepreneur. Um, and I we did. I, saw that.
0: I think I saw that on your uh, your LinkedIn. Was that, um... hold on, I'm going to pull it up. A uh, Treehouse Entertainment.
2: Yeah. So we created Treehouse Entertainment. <laughs> um, the spirit of a kid. Right. And we, so we had this event called project V, which is like a, an ultimate hood classic. Like some dude that was in my office, I'm in a shared space. He saw me the other day. He's like, yo, you're going to do that. Did project V. He was like, yo, that's, that was a hood classic, like a dope ass block party that has never been done again. And it was like super safe. No one got shot. You know, we, we come from a where people get it's the summertime people getting shot every day. And so we created this, like this block party that was super dope um that's that everyone still talks about to this day we never got to recreate it and then i turned that and be like all right so let me do that And now i'm going to create a festival called see by sound where i'm going to create i'm going to bring hip-hop and electronic music and try to like create this experience in the city of boston and the city of boston shut it down um mm-hmm. there was like bribery like the uh the, the chief tourism officer of the city got bribed by this other white festival and they were like the the, the city the city employee told that festival like you got to pay for stage hands you got to pay for labor and boston is a big labor union yeah, union yeah. city right similar to chicago and then that festival told them well if you're going to make us pay for extra labor you got to shut down you got to kill see by sound and i didn't know that this was happening um but it then yeah. effectively like i had quit my job to create this festival and then it got canceled Damn. slash like just shut down by the city and then i found myself at a, at a place where i was just like struggling with identity um i i just going back a bit i used to sprint in high school so i was like really really fast yeah, yeah. um 100 200 4x1 4x4 ran the front pen relays had high school records in the 100 and the 200 and um but i tore my knees up like in like at the end of college and like my first year out of college i tore both my knees up so i had surgery so now i'm not running fast anymore i can't really cut on the basketball court anymore i lost my identity as like this consultant at pwc mm-hmm. and i found myself like kind of just going through it and then i was like walking by nike run club one day and i saw one of my homies jarek walker he's a he's a black dude i used to work for nike um yeah, yeah. he was he created he was like starting the running club in, Bo- in boston and i was like man if he could do like he's you know i've never seen nobody run distance but like if my homie can do it maybe i can too right and so it was like the perfect mm-hmm. time of like i needed something right like I was playing ball, but I wasn't as fast. And then if you play ball with the homies, it's like group chats, always talking smack. It's like nothing positive. Like I had nothing positive in my life going. And so when I got into running, it was like this super, uh, it was like Nike run club. And it was like this uh, uh, just people who just enjoyed being around each other. And I just, when I first got into it, I like really sucked. I couldn't, I could sprint, but I, could, I couldn't run more than a mile without like, you know, dying. And I was like, man, if there's all these older white people that are kicking my ass, there's no way, there is no way that all these older people, and plus we were on Newberry Street, so it was like older white people, they were all like just better than me, and I was like, that's no way. So I just kept trying to get better, trying to get better, and I just threw myself into it and ran Chicago Marathon in 2015. Wow. -hmm. Um, And so like, I went from like running a mile to a 5k to a 10k yeah. and then like signing up for a marathon and going through the training and just like falling in love with the what what running what running was bringing into my life which is discipline um and just a lot of long talks with myself and building mm-hmm. stability in my life and so threw myself into the running space and then at the time i had quit my job right so now i was like I was uh I was like looking for work to do, and I was like trying to get into startups, and then I like, started working at Nike part time so I could become a running pacer. So right. I became a run pacer, and then they tapped me to be a run coach, um, at okay. Heartbreak Hill Running Company. So you oh, guys so Heartbreakers. You, oh, you
1: wait. do you actually work with them?
2: I used to, yeah. I used to be a coach. Oh wow. Oh wow. I was one of the founding coaches of the, of the studio, the run studio here in Boston before I shut down. So mm-hmm. I was like pacing and coaching for them, um, but it came like you know after like two or three years of that it was like i'm tired of leaving my hood to go Mm. run with other people like i would have to leave my neighborhood bike take the train or drive two to three miles to go run two to three miles Mm. and so like don't you know and so finally in like 2017 i was like i'm gonna create my own running team um and pioneers run crew was born wow
1: 2017
2: 2017 pioneers run crew was born yeah i went to uh I went to DC for my wife's birthday. I think it was the 30th. Yeah. For 30th birthday. And I ran into district running collective and I was like, what the, what is this? And I was like, this is too dope. And so came home, created pioneers run crew. Um, and yeah, been, been, been vibing ever since and, um, super. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's kind of the origin story.
0: I love it, yo. I love it. I, it's like, it's like, it might be some months or maybe even like, it sounds like a year or two removed and stuff like that. But it was like this. I wonder, man, what other Black run crews that might have started around the same time? I wonder if there's like one that's just been running for like years and shit. Like yeah, that. no, there all are. Or was this just, just a collective thought? We all just had this realization almost around the same time in our respective hoods and shit like that. It's like, yeah, this is what we want to do right now. And we just all been so like siloed out working uh 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 uh, individual places and now there's becoming like this network
2: yeah well i will say so before so there's this also this like even pre-us there was this um so you know you know about random crew in london
0: yeah i heard so random Crew is like the original
2: random crew and bridge and uh bridge runners in, in new york are the kind of the original og run crews and then out of those born a bunch of other crews that are, what I'm starting to see now is that it's kind of removed, right? There's like this new age run community, um, which I see you guys in like Gumble Fit and seven on Sundays. And then this is like old, like kind of crew thing. That's like, you know, district running collective is, is part of that world. Um, and a bunch of New York crews is part of that world and obviously London. And so like there are OGs in that running community, that like kind of underground-ish and then there are like the new communities that are popping up just everywhere Mm -hmm. um and so i've been a part of kind of a a bit of both but um but yeah i would say over the last three years they've just been popping up everywhere which has been super dope yeah
1: I mean, I think that's to your point, like they have been popping up everywhere. And then everybody has their own flavor, their own style. Yes. You're going to get a different taste of different types of running. And I think that that's yes. like, that's key. And I think ultimately it's like, as long as we can continue getting out, I'm always like, just get fresh air, move your body, get be yeah. in community. Yeah. That's all that I really like. You don't have to be with us. You can find someone else. I just want y'all to, you know, find your happiness.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I appreciate that
0: yeah Um, it's been amazing i I mean i don't for me it has done even just as a as a leader like it's done it's propped me up so much like emotionally at times having seven on sundays having gumbo you know having these places where i can go and just smile and laugh and be happy with people who look like me you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm, it's just It's just always a fun environment to be in, and it's through so many different stages that I've been through, so many transitional periods that I've been through in these last three to four years. It is it's it has been a foundation. It's been a rock. So yeah, yeah. You know, I, I say all that to say, like having seen that pop up in these different communities and stuff like that is is really taking us. I feel like in the right direction, and it's coming from a place that we probably would never have thought of in a million years. It would come mm-hmm. from like running, you know, we probably yeah. thought that it would be more so some kind of activist, some kind of, you know, educational, or if it was a sport, maybe football or basketball or something like that. But to see our community coming together the way it's coming together, the way I've heard my OGs kind of talk about how they want to see, but behind a mm-hmm. sport is white as running,
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Is, is, has been blowing my mind these last few years
2: yeah i agree
1: yeah i think i think too it's like a lot of those other like areas of like social uh, socialism activism are are growing in their own way it's just that running is too and running is the yes. new thing so it's like it's a new way that everybody's like oh i could go run i could do this i can walk a mile i could do you know because i i mean yeah. like. Uh, yeah so uh I would say too like with your with your crew right now where do you see your growth and like as far as you start start because like we seven on Sundays and gumbo fit literally started months apart within 2019 like end of Mm -hmm. end of 2018 beginning of 2019 and so Mm -hmm. we've experienced so much within the past two two and a half years so I can only imagine like you being all the way in you know starting a couple years before that it's like what what did you how did you start did you change up some things are you changing yeah. things in the future like what what's going on right now with how you're kind of working through it
2: yeah um so we've experienced a ton of growth as well um but so boston is a very weird place where it's a very segregated city but it's so and it's very much not um it's very segregated and people are in uh like how do I say it? They're siloed within their own cultures. And it's and it's always a little different because we have so many like different countries of people that live here. They're like the Jamaicans, the Haitians, the Dominicans, the Cape Verdeans. Mm-hmm. So like when you think of black, it's really hard to say black Boston because that, that's like you have black Boston, then you have Haitians and then it kind of splits up like that. Right. And so that's part of it. And the other part of it is like the, the income gap in Boston is like is tremendously like huge in terms of like. A white family's worth like $276,000 and a black family's worth $8 um, mm-hmm. in Boston. You know, Boston Globe did a, did a study on that. And that's so, wild. yeah. And so I say that to say that, that it's a very good. sure. Yeah. It
0: is. Is Boston kind of like DC where it's like all the black people live in the city, all the black and brown people live in the city and all the white people with money live around the city?
2: Yeah. A little not, not all the white people with money do live around the city, but going down in the middle of the city, you cut down Dorchester Avenue, you cut down, there are like blocks, like where it's like all white people on one side and all people of color on the other side. And wow. so, like in the city, and then there are parts of the city where like black people don't even go to. They just did another study to, to using cell phone pings to see where people move. And poor black people go to other poor areas. They'll never ever go to like an upscale white neighborhood. Poor white people go everywhere. Yeah. And, and so, like, it's like, even with that, it's like, we, people are just so segregated. So basically I'm saying all that to say, like, it was very hard to create a running community in the black community in Boston. Hey, because it's really hard to get people to run <laughs> black people to run and get out of their neighborhood, get out of their, their house. And then when the winter comes around, it's even worse. It's like so hard to get people to come run. And so with the first, like when we first started, it was like novelty. Right. So I was like, got me, my wife, her family, my brothers, you know, we got a lot of family. So it was like that first year, it was like, a ton of family and friends right we create you know and i was the guy who and i had come from nike run club right so i was like got to take pictures got to send emails got to create routes got to lead routes got to walk with the back and so like i was the best runner in my community because no one else was running and so i would like run ahead take pictures tell them where to go walk with the last person sprint ahead and so i was doing all of that right like everything that you can you can imagine like a running leadership does and so going into that first or second, that first summer, going into that first winter, I had a friend who I was like, Hey, can you be a captain? And so like, I brought on one captain and then like going into the next winter, I brought on another two captains. And then now we have a captain team of, um, me plus, uh, so it's six of us on like the captain leadership. And so we split up our responsibilities where like emails, social media routes, day to day operations. Um, and then beyond that since we've grown and before we've you know we used to we've always kind of make it super inclusive everything we do is like how do we make it inclusive for people to come so we'll have like a one mile three mile and a five mile route Mm -hmm. and um and we stay in our you know we run in Dorchester we meet and run in Dorchester um and so uh this so in growing over the pandemic we actually exploded in growth in the pandemic and we brought on more leaders so now we have in, in addition to the six captains, we have what we call capitos, which are ten capitos who help lead during the like during the the events and helps help us create events and, and lead. And so, I at this point get to kind of ideate and be creative and um and have conversations and explore partnerships like the one with Lululemon and like pitch ideas like twenty six point true because I have a team of people who are just making sure that the day to day and it's a community that. It's become its own thing, right? Like, yes, I'm the founder, and you know, but mm-hmm. it's about everyone. And so I try not to be yeah. like the person in the front of everything for pioneers run crew. So you no. say you
1: have you have yourself, you have captains and capitos. Mm-hmm. How many people altogether is on your like 16, like leadership?
2: 16, 16, 17. Um, we might have lost a couple because people moved away. So I want to say, all right, so between like fourteen and seventeen people, including. Wow. Me, i
1: thought i had a lot with uh five i I thought i was doing the
2: most (laughs) yeah no but we've had we had five we had five including me six we had five and we added someone when i had a baby right because like i was like i'm about to have a kid i know i'm not gonna have no time so we added a sixth Mm -hmm. but then the the pandemic when we we really started activating even more during the pandemic and we grew so much that when we that we needed people right like we were like we were doing meetups in the in franklin park um, a park over here and we were like, all right, the one mile group is going to be over there with 25 max. The three mile group is going to be over there with 25 max, five mile, seven mile, all these groups So wow. we needed leaders. And so we brought people on um and it's helpful to have like partnership with Lululemon. They they provide, you know, cash yep. and product to, to make sure that we take care of those folks. um And it's also, people love it. People really yeah. love, love it. And so. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good thing. I love it. Seven on Sundays is in a transitional
0: period right now. Where uh because it um it started off luckily, I luckily I don't I don't even picture me being able to do it by myself. So it was me, Aaron, and Craig for yeah. years. And then just here recently, last couple months, we've been starting to uh build out a team and stuff to be able yeah. to help us, you know, finalize decisions, plan things out. And I think right now um with the three of us, it's probably like about six or seven of us total that has like this seven on Sunday squad, that's planning events, getting things together. And yeah. Stuff yeah. Like
2: you that. need that, man. You need it. Cause you can burn yourself out. You got a family, you got kids, you got a yeah. business, a small business. You're not like you're going home. It's not like you're going and collecting a check. Like you, you're both entrepreneurs. You both got to do, you got to do work to eat,
0: right? You can't just
2: sit at a computer and collect a check and I'm the same. And so the, 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 finding the right people who want to do it, for themselves and do it for their community that's kind of the key um, mm-hmm. yeah. and helping build with them and then also letting go and letting them come with the, you know with their ideas and the more they bring their ideas the more I think it means to them and, and the more that they they kind of care and own the community
1: do you that's- have any oh yeah I mean do, well do you have any um, anything like that you want to shout out you know, because I, I really want to get into your apparel, but I'm also just like, what, what's going on? If someone were to come to Boston, you know, in the next couple of weeks, does, you know, the Pioneer Run Club have like something like, what is your schedule? Do you just do yeah, yeah sure? Ins? What's the deal?
2: Yeah, no. So we right now or actually so we because we were going so hard into October, we decided to take I think we we cut Mondays off. So we typically meet twice a week, Mondays mm-hmm. and Wednesdays different part of boston's i think at the end of september we might have cut mondays because um we've gotten so big that we can't meet inside anywhere and we were meeting at franklin park um over by the zoo and it started getting dark and so we're like all right let's cut mondays um but people are like "Yo, when's monday coming back when's monday's coming back we got to train we're training for miami half we need more we need more training days and so we're adding mondays back starting in december and we're going to have Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, and we meet, we run one, three, five miles. Uh, and then we have unofficial meets on Saturday mornings for people who are training for longer races. Um, we're putting together, we've kind of taken a break from events because we've had such a crazy marathon week weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are, you know, we're itching. Like People want to know they want to know what we're doing. So we're thinking about doing some sort of holiday kind of run and, um, and so nothing nothing on the calendar i can remember right now
0: but um but yeah come through pull up
2: to boston we're running every rain heat hail snow on a wednesday on a monday you will find this
1: rain heat hill snow what (laughs) Yeah,
2: never cancel. not the hill
1: snow yeah i mean yeah i mean that is what it is like you yeah you never cancel i think that's 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 the golden rule
2: um
1: dope uh ian do you have any other questions about the run call
0: no, no,
2: no, I don't, no, I don't. I want to talk about this luxurious ass.
1: Yeah, fucking- like yeah. I'm-
2: so before we go there, yeah. I'll tell you. So before I go, I want to give you the backstory of why the pioneers run, why the name of pioneers, and then it kind of goes into why obviously they're parallel. So when I was like starting the team, I was like, I got to come up with a running team name, and um, my, I think someone put me on the Ted Corbett at the time, and he was the founder of the New York. Well, he was a member of the New York Pioneer Club. Mm-hmm. Ted Corbett was the first race director for the New York Marathon, he created the the, the New York Roadrunners, right? Right, right. And so like they had the New York Pioneer Club, which was the first integrated sports club in all of America before the NBA, before the NFL, before the baseball. And so they had an integrated sports club and they taught running. And so I took the name Pioneer, created Pioneers Run Crew to pay homage to the first integrated sports club. And Mm -hmm. that goes into like kind of we are a black and brown led space. But we are so diverse that I can't just be like, oh, this is just for black people because it's not because yeah. the Boston is just you can't do that in Boston. We go to Detroit. My home is in Detroit. Ninety percent. Ninety five percent black people in Detroit. You can do that in Boston. It's just impossible. So mm-hmm. we love being able to say that, like, you know, our, we pay homage to the first integrated sports club in all of America, carry on the name um, and then obviously carry it on to the to the to the apparel line as well. It's just a different kind of flow to that.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I love that. I love that. I love that. We we uh it's interesting. I love that. I, I'm I'm soaking up that energy because um I think we started off to be, you know, a black run club, but yeah, we multicolored as hell right now. Yeah. You know, it's black, brown, Asian, white. It's just you know, like everybody's represented on Sundays yeah. at the Blue Ridge on Tuesdays, and it, it feels really, really good. It it feels better than I I expected because I was I was when I first started Seven on Sundays. Me, I was like, "Yeah, no, we finna all black everything. Like, president is black, my (laughs) Run club (laughs) is blue. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Let's go." And that was the energy. But as we grew and more and more people came, and um, it's it's just been a collective of just amazing individuals. And to all our non-black runners. They respect the space. Because That's just important, of, though. It's because at the end of the day, it's, it's black led. It's, Thank you. I'm, I'm unapologetically black. My runners are unapologetically black, and our non-black runners respect the space and they enjoy it. They are they complete themselves, and they don't expect anything less of us. Yeah,
2: exactly. I love that because, and I always say, like Boston's so segregated. You're not seeing people communities come together anywhere. You're not seeing them at the gym, like. We're so segregated. You go to a gym, it's like all white or all black, right? You go to a yeah. restaurant, you go anywhere. We're just like, it's either you're all, all white people, or all black people, right? Or, or, you know, all Asians or all Latino, whatever it is. But for people, for us to create a space that is black and Brown led, that white people can come into and have experiences with people of color in our spaces. And we are, it's not like, cause people are moving into neighborhoods, right? We're, our right. neighborhoods are being gentrified, but yeah. now they can move into the neighborhood, find a running club, that is already here. You're not starting your own thing. You're coming to seeing how we're doing it, how we run our streets, what restaurants we visit. And you're starting to meet people who live here as opposed to pulling up, starting your own thing and taking over. So I think that's important. So let me ask you this.
0: Do you think that maybe this is an opportunity to kind of halt the bleaching of the neighborhoods these white people move into? Because that's the that's the thing about justification. It's like it's not a problem that you're moving in. And you, 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 you being here, I get it, you know, but when you get here, you start to affect the culture, of the neighborhood, you start to take out the character. Do you think having these spaces where they can come and they can participate with the lack of a better term, the native people in that community um, will stop kind of like the race, the erasure of the culture? You know,
2: I I see. I think it's. I'd love to say yes. And I think we do. We do play a part, but I think it's such a big I think it's more of a class issue, to be honest, like even mm. with my run club, it's really hard to reach people who are below the poverty line. It's mm. really hard to reach the people who actually really need it because they don't got time to pull up and run with us. No. They got you know what I'm saying? They work in double shifts. They're, they got other stuff to worry about. right? And so when people move into the neighborhoods, they want the nicer coffee. They want the nicer food, right? They want the healthier options. And so you start to, you know, they pay higher prices. And so like people are going to be moved out and it's just, I don't, I don't have an answer for gentrification. (laughs) Like, I just know, I just don't. Right. Right. So I don't know us being able to have the space and, you know, it helps people kind of, you know, understand the culture that's here, but I don't know if we're stopping the bleeding.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I, I really appreciate that because it's like, you are at least saying like, Hey, you they'll see you running around the community, and then eventually they're gonna ask questions, and yes. then they might show up, and then they'll meet people that they didn't know that were their neighbors, exactly, their, their yeah. neighbors, and then it's like, and then you have some sort of uh, understanding between people instead of just look at them who are moving in here and yeah them over there type situation. Yeah, so, and you get some relationship um,
2: with people of color that you like, yeah. white people probably never had relationship with people of color. Then they're never more comfortable being able to then you know talk to their neighbor who's. <laughs> Right, uh, you know, different. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I and mean, so. You... Oh, go no, ahead. go ahead. no nah, cause I go ahead, here cause I'm about
2: to. now
0: I'm going like, the same place you going. We're talking about the paralyzed. Let's this go. How, well, I, this look... is how I can start it. This is how I can start. No, it. but you wait. Okay, now head. let me
1: let me start let me start let me start because i know i already know okay now i know so but i, I just want to just okay said you you being you know from uh, boston and have you know like are you i'm assuming you can't see yourself anywhere else like are you gonna are you like a hard boston gonna stay yeah. like how like do you feel like you like because yeah i'm just gonna leave it there how so do you my, wife I it? I always, my
2: wife and i have always my wife and i've always tried Tried to leave, like, we're like, yo, about to move to London, you know, look up ideas of how I'm going to transfer my job to London. Or, you know, we love Chicago so much, we go a lot, we love it. Now it's like, we love DC, right? Like, it's dope. But Mm -hmm. honestly, like, we have such big families, and I'm so tied into the community that it's really even before, even before I started the apparel line, right before the pandemic, we were actually going to go live. So, my parents were born in the Cape Verde Islands and they grew up in Angola. Mm. Um, and so like I'm first generation American, like African-American, so from Africa. Right. So we were going to go live in the Cape Verde islands, which is like dope islands off the West coast of Africa. Um, we were actually going to go live there. We were, I was working before the pandemic. I was working for a, um, digital marketing firm and I was, I could work remotely and we were going to move there and, you know, have Sebastian learn the language and just like run around barefoot. Then the pandemic happened and then I ended up starting a running pair of lines, So we're not going anywhere. But we've always had aspirations to leave, but I don't know. I don't know. We're going anywhere. Okay. So to answer your question, I don't know.
1: <laughs> okay, and that's just me just asking because I'm curious because I okay. I think sometimes when us as community leaders are in a place and are from a place or not from a place, it's like it's almost like, do I stay? Do I need to stay? Yeah. Do you you know see any, any expansion with your run club in any way outside of Boston? Yeah. Um, I'm just always just really curious about that um but it is interesting that that's a kind of easy segue into your apparel line
2: yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) because
1: okay when i met because like when you were because we had a discussion you really kind of dived into pioneers with me and my fiance matthew um and with like just because we were you know um just talking about like we we had a meeting with gumbo media and so i and i just learning and hearing about you talk about the the detail and care you took into like finding the fabrics and and like the manufacturers was it wasn't surprising but i also was just like wow you're really doing some of the stuff that i want to do because i don't necessarily want to do like a an apparel line for fitness but like it's not easy doing anything apparel at a high end it's easy to do there's a difference between uh a merch yes thank you thank you people <laughs> so, don't understand
2: like, the difference please thank yeah. you yeah i and appreciate so it's that
1: like, you can do merch, like you can have merch as a run club but when you're doing apparel that's something yeah. that like it takes so much time so like i like ian obviously you had a question and i hope this isn't like kind of messing up where you're going with it but like i really want to know about that and like yeah, you were about to leave the country altogether and then you end up starting a pair line, which is like, yeah. okay, well, and then also how did you get here so quickly? Cause it feels like yeah. it happened pretty fast.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's first off, let me tell you, it is so hard. It is so, yeah. so hard. Um, so I think the journey started back. Um, so I had mentioned earlier, like I had relationships prior to Lululemon, we had a relationship with other brands, right? So we had a relationship with Puma back before Puma is what it is now. Cause Puma running is actually looking pretty dope. Now they got dope, you know, they're tying their fashion to their running. Finally distance running. So back in 2017, 2018, we had a relationship with Puma where they were like, yo, you know, we want to work with you. We want to, you know, sponsor you. Cool. Let's do it. And so we were like meeting with them and we'll give them all this ideas on product. And then they were like taking our time and we were going to like product, detail sessions and then we would go through content with them we were never paid we were given training product Mm. so like not even running product so not only were we the black running team now we're the black running team with oversized running shorts right i think about that right so it's like we were just mistreated and and i just took a step back and i would watch my my friends and homies in new york and dc and uh in other you know in other yeah and those mainly those cities and they were working with Nike and they were working with Under Armour and Adidas and they were just like getting like all this dope experience with the brands. And and so for me, I was like, man, like, okay, Puma is obviously just, just taking our, our culture, trying to figure out how to make product to sell back to us. They want to use us to create content, to teach them how to create product that we like so that they can sell and make money. I was like, all right, that's not, you know, I'm not cool with that. I'm also not getting any opportunities with Nike in Boston because they were working with the heartbreakers and Boston is a very small running community. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, bet I'm going to create my own running apparel line. So it started with drop shipping. Like I I, I learned about drop shipping and I started a, a drop shipping site for pioneers run crew quickly realized you can't really get a good product with, with drop shipping, right? Merch yeah. And yeah. plus and plus, who wants to wear pioneers run crew outside of outside of boston like oh wants to wear pioneers run crew like they want to wear gumbo fit they want to wear seven on sundays they want to wear um the homies i actually was wearing a sweatshirt from three run two the homies in chicago they want to yeah. wear they want to rock their, their stuff. team right yeah so then i'm like okay so that didn't work whatever i used to to, you know, still got that going and then i saw what tracksmith was doing and tracksmith started in like 20 20- 14 2015 they didn't have a community they were just like this new running brand that was like making product and like and then all of a sudden they exploded they're like all Mm -hmm. over everywhere right and i'm like Tracksmith started with no community then they went and found community and they exploded we have community we have culture people want us like we can do this and so i knew i needed to create a brand that could speak to people across different cities um that kind of like spoke to this like culture that we're in that we have just talking about when we got on which is like running is exploding it's like really dope and i see it growing even more and once you know how black culture runs american culture once black culture takes over running culture it's over like we're gonna own that you know what i mean like it's already you see it in adidas running you see it in nike the shit that gumbo fit does with nike i'm like see that i see that ad spot i'm like this is so dope i love it so much and it's that's just the beginning of what's to come in my mind, right? Yeah. And so I created the brand. I was naming it Pioneers Apparel. It didn't work out, thankfully, the way that it's spelled P-I-O and then N-E-R-S, because I couldn't tra- I couldn't
1: trade um, trade market, it.
2: yeah. Yeah. So I had to flip it. Had my brand guy design a whole whole new kind of line, uh, name, and it actually looks really dope. I like this. It. So it's now it's spelled P-Y-N-R-S. Got a street yeah. vibe, and if you put it into Google, it's the only thing that comes up. So it's really nice. dope. Yeah. And then, um, so I had the dope brand. And now it was like, how do I make product? And I just started asking people. I just started talking to everyone. Yo, I need to talk to somebody who knows how to make apparel. Yo, asking everybody. And then ended up being that like my wife's cousin worked for this running brand or this, um, this technical apparel line company. And then it was just around the same time that we were like jumping into 2020. I created the brand identity in 2019. We we're jumping into 2020. And then, like, you know, George Floyd was murdered and everyone wanted to know how Sidney Baptista was creating such a diverse running community in Boston. And like, so everyone came calling. And so as they came calling and they want to talk to me and they want to feature me in their ads and I'm like, well, I need to create apparel. I need to know where you make your product. I need to know where you get your fabrics. I need to know, because if you want to help us, help us create this, right? Like if you want people in your ads here, I got 10 other, I got 16 other leaders you can have. Yep. They all want to be in your ads. Here, Reebok. You know, I put people on. I just put all my people on like here, but you can't have me. You can tell me where you make your product. And I just found people who wanted to help, you know, and I started just making connections and making um, and making relationships. And I pulled, I made sure to pull somebody out of the streetwear streetwear kind of space who knew how to pick colors and knew how to place logos and kind of like works for a big um Streetwear store. And I put and I and I and I plugged somebody who has like technical design, who's on a running team, who was working for like New Balance at the time. So he already was already making running apparel, but he was making, but then I was like, yo, make it for us. I'll pay you, whatever. And then I found a product lady that has that does work with Tracksmith and has done work with Reebok. And so she was really the plug. And That's she cool. was like, here's where we're going to get our fabrics. Here's where we're going to go to manufacturing. And yeah. And then so when we started touching fabric, I was like, all right we're going down the right the right way. So, it was like wow. a combination of me just trying to talk to people to the perfect timing of like obviously the unfortunate situation in 2020 and I just like instead of taking the influence like people wanting me to be their brand, I was like let me delay gratification and try to learn and and try to build something for us. And yeah. so, I was able to grab, you know, get a hold of that and put yeah. my own money up. I put my own money up. That's got love. hella credit cards on the business side, zero interest, you know, just like putting my own money up. Cause I knew, I don't know. I just, I just knew. Yeah. I just knew. So and that's so what, you- that's yeah. Now I'm going to say that's, that's the move.
0: And it's the, the fabrics are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When I first
2: met Ian, Ian was like, let me tell you what you said to me. Ian was like, so first off, when I first came to meet Ian in person, I was out in Boxville waiting. Remember, I was waiting for you and you had like a call, and I was just out there. I was like, I'm waiting. Like, I want to see last lap. I gotta show him my product. Like, I'm coming out, I'm here. And you he were like, you touched it. He was like, bruh, it looked dope on it. Inst- it looked dope on Instagram. And you know, like, no disrespect, but like, you're another black dude. I did not accept, I did not expect to have this type of stuff. Like, I did not expect this to feel this good. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting merch. <laughs> yes two
0: thousand percent i was expecting merch and it, it was cool because it was funny because i was like i was trying to get stuff for last lap and i was just like man his designs is crazy that stuff look good where, where am i gonna find some stuff that looked that good but when i yeah. touched it when i had it in my hand i was like oh i didn't know niggas was moving like this like <laughs> The, like I literally I don't know where he I don't know how many hands have been on this sample yeah. I don't know where he had pack- He could have packed it next to his socks I have no idea he put it in my hands so I instantly put it on my face I can't even stand that's <laughs> how soft it was I just needed it to touch My body It's yeah. The weight of it like I, felt like I felt like I felt like I was studying like a Japanese sword Like the balance <laughs> and the weight of this Fucking shirt was I love it. crazy and no and no at no point was i expecting and i, I felt guilty thinking this and that's why i had to share it with him because yeah yeah no i appreciate
2: more, it i respect it
0: i i was like no i had no no i did not see you black man bringing me this this fucking garment because that's mm. what it felt like yeah it felt yeah. like a garment it felt like i was on look at the price tag And and it was going to have three digits in it. And I completely understood why.
2: Yeah. So and you're not wrong for thinking that because it's so hard. It is so hard to do what I'm doing with so little money. I put Mm -hmm. my own money up, but it's still little money. Like if you want to do what I'm doing, you have to have a big company that's successful make introductions for you. And that's what I got. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I was able to leverage these conversations into relationships that then they can make a connection. And then that factory can be like, okay, you know, this brand went from X to X. Okay, we can trust that we will do all of the sampling for free. You know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't happen. We do not have access to this stuff. And I just luckily was able to just hustle my way through it. (laughs) And (laughs) and and it's yeah, like it's just hard. Uh It's very, very hard. Even from there on, it's been hard. Calling yeah. DHL every freaking day it's, it's ridiculous,
0: crazy. So I know you can't you can't tell us all eleven herbs and spices and stuff like that. But w- can you just even share a tad bit of what the fuck this shit is made out of?
2: Like, yeah, for sure, man. I because, love it actually. So you know,
0: it, it ain't poly. Like I'm I'm ordering polyester. Yeah, ain't no I'm polyester. I'm ordering cotton blends. You no not you did not bring me polyester.
2: No, no, not at all. So majority of our stuff is made of recycled nylon and it's actually made of recycled fishing nets. So it's, it's super, you know, so we, we're on the sustainability path already. Um, we just have a mill out of Italy that we work with that's been, that they make just like butter soft, sooner as it mm-hmm. touches your body, hugs. And what's important for us is we, were, we, were, we, we have to make product that stretches with you because our people got bigger bodies. Like I am West African. I have thick thighs. So when I bought a pair of running shorts from GQ, that was like the best running shorts ever. They don't fit me. I'm a little dude. Like I'm sure, you know what I'm saying? But it's still, it just doesn't fit me. And so like we were like, we build for bigger bodies. So the fabrics that we get stretch with you, you know, close with you. Um, And everyone that puts it on, man, like we just had our our final shoot this week and we had from an extra small to an extra large. You'll see the pictures. Every person was like, I want to buy this. Can I buy this stuff that I have here? (laughs) Like, can I buy it now? I swear, like, I promise you. Just like Ian, like Ian's not exaggerating. Like, people touch it and they're like, "I want this."
0: Yes, it's 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 exquisite. I have no other word.
2: I appreciate you, brother. (laughs) It's literally exquisite,
0: but my man's just like you know, manufacturing out of Italy. You know what I'm saying? I got (laughs) the Italian touching it. You know, like, yeah, it's 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 amazing. So it's the production line because i mean for the hat that you love mm, i went through alibaba you know yeah yeah saying? yeah no Put i know that yeah. down from china and that's how yeah and for me that was a crazy experience i'm up at yeah. 3 a.m talking yeah. about where this yeah. is how should this go and yeah. that's just but that's just one whatsapp chat you know
2: yeah 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 um
0: yeah. versus you you like you said you you got dhl but prior to that you're speaking to people in Italy um Is that the only place, or will you like? Is yeah, this, it's like a intercontinental situation. Like, how does it, it-
2: is? <laughs> so thankfully, I hired a head of product that is very seasoned, and Got I it. put you know I paid her. I put my cash up. I was like, yo, it is what it is. Like, I, I I was like, I'm gonna take this risk, and but she's just like have been. She's she's she does a lot of the communication, um but I, but I still have to like just even before i got my products in here like all of it i spent over ten thousand dollars in shipping costs just Mm -hmm. shipping just Mm -hmm. shipping samples back and forth over ten thousand dollars um so that's like you know just cost is out of control but like so our fabrics are in italy our manufacturing is in malaysia and then for the majority of our product and then we have a hat our hat um that i'm wearing right now that's made in china um and it's 100 percent merino wool everyone loves it when they touch it i promise you like amazing merino
1: wool product 100
2: percent merino wool
1: man wow okay
2: so so yeah so i know
1: i know socks
2: are hard socks are hard and but but yeah so i'm on i'm i am i i wait to go to sleep late so i can talk to my malaysia contacts because when it's when it's seven eight p.m here it's eight it's 7 8 a.m there right like mm-hmm. i wait sometimes send them emails at like midnight because it's midday for them and um it's a hustle it really is but it's just i don't know i have the vision of i just know i'm just tired of our people just taking advantage of like we're creating all of the culture people yeah. are taking it and they're using it to sell product that they're making money we're never cut in on it and so like mm-hmm. if i got to put it up and I got to wait five years. Like I know it's going to be dope. And I know people are going to love it. I know people yeah. are going to appreciate it. And I know we're going to create content that people are going to love Yeah. because mm-hmm. I hire people like, like gumbo media to, to help me think through that. Mm-hmm. So like I try to find people who are doing the work that I admire and want to be a, that I want to be a part of. And then I, you know, and I bring them in and, and try to try to figure it out. But, um, but yeah, it's been, it's not easy, bro. Like it's not easy. Yeah. I, you know, I
0: haven't sold a last lap women's a last lap, a last lap tight at all because I gave up on looking for them. Like I was yeah. trying to find some decent ones. I have like a hundred pair of tights sitting in my storage right now that I refuse to let the world see. Okay. Yeah, Courtney tried them on so. one time. She was like, I said no. She
2: was like uh, yeah, you can't dilute yeah. get the bread.
0: Right. And so they're just sitting in the storage unit right now. And I just completely have given up. So I mean, I, I I could not have seen myself going as far as you have on trying to create some kind of apparel, and even still to this day, like I've had conversations with my mentors and stuff. like, oh yeah, you know, you make some really nice merch. Um, you should lean in more with that. Maybe you should do this, that, and the third. And it's like, dude, I don't have
2: it's a whole different world.
0: With to try to create a last lap apparel apparel thing. I'm gonna continue to do yeah. what I do. Go on shirt space. Go on these sites. Bring in what I can and sell it that way. Just selling merch. So to watch you hunt down uh, manufacturers all over the world to bring such a quality product to the market, and you say it's going to be available rather soon the, for us to, make yeah, like stop. the next,
2: yeah, like the next week. We the website should be live by the time this. Well, I don't know when this episode is going live, but by the time it's live, it should be our website should be live because I can't yeah. wait another day. I need to, I didn't like my money is sitting there, right? All in invoices is,
0: is <laughs> drop in a, in a week or two. So, yeah, you know, you, you might, you might see Check my name out. come across the Lord, orders. You please,
2: but I'd be great. And just, <laughs> just so you know, like I'm keep, I'm putting my foot in the door. I'm keeping it open. Like there's no way I'm not sharing information. There's no way I'm not putting homies on to how we're doing this. Right. Like yeah. there's no way I'm not keeping it for myself. I've never been that guy to be like, yo, I'm keeping it for myself. Like, let's go you know appreciate it wow
1: no i mean what you're doing is like yeah i mean you're like i I hate to say it but i'm gonna say you're trailblazing because it's because you are doing it you're literally making that shit happen and so i'm like i i'm uh, yeah i'm probably gonna be the one hitting you up being like so how can i get that hat
2: Uh, (laughs) i I I feel you listen listen it's not it's not like once you do get in it's not like they don't want they, they're hitting me up every day to order more. I'm like, bro, I don't right. got money. They're right. like, yo, this competitor is ordering fall 2022. I'm like, I'm trying to pay for fall 2021. Like, right? I, I'm my product was supposed to be out in the summer. I'm pushing all my, like, I'm, I'm selling tights and shorts in December because I have to, because it is what it is. Yeah. Best yeah. believe I'm going to be pushing it though, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. just, so it's not like those people don't need the money. Like, these factories, you just have to have the right people make the introductions. You got to have, you know, the right kind of, understanding but like don't worry like we are yes i'm here to we're, we're gonna we're gonna open this door That's yeah, well,
1: well and i'm and i'm gonna be keeping an eye out too because i want to make sure that i like you said it's gonna go live in the next couple of days like before thanksgiving
2: yeah you're gonna see i'm gonna be yeah. pushing it everywhere uh, hopefully okay. thanksgiving day thanksgiving day i want to put the, the website live and i really want to um but i want to make sure i have my products so that i have my crowdfund because we did a crowdfund we kicked off so okay. take it back a little bit um When I was creating the brand, I was, uh, what was this? Like I was creating the brand and I was like going through and testing the product. I still was like, man, I don't got that much money. Like I had run out of my own money. Right. And I was like, I'm trying to, I was on Clubhouse, When clubhouse was big. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get investors. I'm pitching. I'm like, yo, pitching, 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 pitching. And people were just like, Oh yeah. Dope, dope idea. Oh yeah. Dope, dope, dope idea. Cool. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. And then I ran into the homies that fund black founders um Mm -hmm. renee is the founder over there and she was like yo we do crowdfunding for black people i was like fuck it i'm about to crowdfund and then i i did a crowdfund and the whole like when i tell you the homie showed up the community pulled up man the when i think of like all the work that i've put into creating the running community and like spreading and just i don't know the love that i have was shown back to me because within i want to say 36 hours we were fully funded like fully funded and then we ended up hitting $50,000 in six weeks in pre-orders. And so that allowed for us to even like expand and order more products so that I can launch the website at the same time that I'm funding, I'm fulfilling my, my pre-orders. So the hype is there. The people want it. I can't wait till they get it in their hands because they're going to love it. And it's just a start. And um, yeah, it's exciting.
1: I feel like we need to have you on sometime again next year just to see how things are going.
2: Yeah, let's go. I, I'm I'm hoping for
1: the new I, update. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh I I'm I'm
2: excited and thinking I'm 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 excited to be able to, to grow it. Even though I have to grow it a little slower because I don't have money, it's it's gonna be okay. Like we're gonna figure yeah. it out. Yeah,
1: and yeah, I mean and that's yeah, and also, it's like, let us know how we can support you because it's like you said, there's so many run clubs sprouting up everywhere. and it's like I can yeah. just, you know, i'm I'm sure you're already doing this already, but it's just like let me know because I'll share it on my platform. And if I know I know seven on Sundays will share it on theirs. and it's just like just in Chicago alone, like we are more than happy to share about pioneers, drops, or whatever it is that you guys yeah. got going on because it's like e- even though, you know, we're both supported by Nike. We're going to support no matter what. Yeah, that's yeah like, I appreciate like,
2: that. They know, they know. They
1: know. <laughs> like,
2: they know. This. Like, they know they, that's, that's how you should have the relationship, though. They, yeah, they should they know. You should know that you should like Lululemon yeah. is a sponsor of Pioneers Run Crew. They know yeah. well what I'm doing on my side. And we have meetings about it and I tell them what's going on. Like yeah. brands should be open to that. They can't try to be make you exclusive like you're a person they don't own you, right? Like, yeah. and 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 that's my problem with some of these brands. Is like, I got homies in New York who. They're like the best of friends, and like one's a Nike person, one's an Adidas person. They can't even show up together. Like, they don't can't, can't support each other's communities. It's and like, if what? you
1: do, you can't post it on social media. It's like, yeah, I'll come, but I'm not going to post nothing. <laughs> it's like,
2: I want the anti that. I, I don't care. I want the anti that. But and man, so listen, I, I yeah. said
0: right here on wax, like, and I, I think we've said this in previous, like, I listen, told such and such, whoever it is that we're talking to with Nike, like, hey, listen, I'm down. Let's go. But just so you know, this is about the community. About if the community. another brand is doing something over here and my people there, that's why I'm a beat. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm showing up, I'm running, I'm doing all of the things. I be dripped head to toe. When Carla yeah. and uh, Liz hit me up, like, hey, we got some Lululemon shit going on, they want me to be there. They know what I'm coming in. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, like I'm wearing yeah, yeah, yeah. head to toe. Don't yeah. post me on your Lululemon. Yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. know what I'm wearing. But yeah, I'm yeah. here, I'm posting it I'm telling everybody about it All of these things, they opened up a, That's uh, how it should be, bro They opened up a store right here in Hyde Park Community store, uh black manager Black staff, they're going to have free classes All of that, yes, I'm going to be Talking about these things because This is happening right where I'm running This is happening right here where my people are And that's what it's going to be But when it yep. comes time, I'll be Dripping the swoosh my events will be powered by said swoosh,
2: and we yeah, don't go yeah.
0: on from there. Yeah, like, don't that. tell me I can't show up for my community.
2: Yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, okay. and so I know way over time, but I, I I'm gonna keep going if that's okay with y'all. Okay. Um, Let's go. There's uh so 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 much. So the reason why I travel everywhere is because I need to get the word out. <laughs> Of yeah. the Caroline. and yeah. so part of that is I'm actually sh- I've been shooting a lot of content, and I do want to come back. I think I was telling you about it, Ian. I'm shooting a bunch of content about a bunch of running teams across the country, and I want to put a, uh, a running docuseries series or documentary or even short film called Run the Culture, and it tells the story of our running communities in all of these cities, and you'll start to see the common thread that we are all doing really dope shit with our own flavor, and like the thread is just like black running culture, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like. And it's everyone has a a little different, but you could always find someone with an inspiring story about why the running community has been so special to them. And yeah. so I've shot in yeah. five cities, and Chicago. I'm coming. I want to shoot with both of y'all. Um, Already, you know, know. but right now it's I took a pause on that, but I'm coming back.
1: I'm so glad you brought it up because I literally was. In- the one thing I was thinking about before we even hopped on to this conversation was I gotta talk to him about his documentary. Like, what yes, I yes, put? yes. Um, uh, please, can you tell us a little bit more about it? Like, I, because I, you approached. Yeah, I feel like you've approached me and Ian about it at this point. But I'm like, like, what, what, like you, you're taking a pause on it. It sounds like you're focusing more on the apparel right now. Of the new yeah. drop. But what does that mean for next year? And like, what, like, how far do you want to take this?
2: Yeah, for sure. So. Part of the reason why even the the documentary or the idea of shooting a bunch of content came up was because there was such a lull in the production process where like in Malaysia, the factory was shut down for like three months because of COVID that I was like sitting like, man, like I need to do something. The apparel is not moving, right? Like we're not getting samples. We're not getting updates. The factory's closed. I need to do something that's going to help this company. And so I was like, I got a homie who works for American Airlines. I'm like, yo, I'm your companion. Let me jump on. Let me just jump on and be able to fly, right? So like, I got that benefit. And then I have some cameras now, right? Cause like when I pitch to a brand, I'm pitching for projects where, when I pitch to a brand, I'm pitching for projects where they're gonna give me cash and I'm gonna go do the work. So then I can Mm -hmm. use the cash to buy stuff I need. So we bought a team camera and now I have a whole video. Like I have a dope, you know, um, mirrorless Sony that I used to shoot content for, for another brand, but I own it now. So now I can fly around the country and I can shoot content. And so like, I was like, all right, well, I'm trying to create this brand. Let me try and tell stories about these communities that I want to represent. And so that's why I went and was like, let me pop up Detroit, DC, Atlanta, New York, you know, Boston, Chicago will be there and just record people running, telling their stories, why they run. And then I started recording audio. And so I have footage of five cities now and i gave it to one of my my uh my wife's cousins who's in hollywood he's a producer and he's going to be working on the short film slash documentary slash whatever it becomes Mm -hmm. um and we're going to see where we are and then we're going to see all right should we go shoot some more and just kind of go from there but in the next year we will have something called run the culture where we are um just telling stories of our communities
0: i'm Uh, I'm really hoping for a series a docuseries i think that would be dope right yeah I think that should be crazy. YouTube, Netflix, some kind of situation like that, like yeah. a docuseries, to be dope because I feel like you can get super intimate when the places that you go, you can really spend time with them. It's no different from the way like Anthony Bourdain did the, exactly. the, the exactly. cooking and the traveling and the cooking and stuff like Dude. that.
2: Yes, And yeah. so the premise right now, like the shows that I, the cities that I've done, I go, I talk to the founder. I pick a a community member, I follow them and I have like, I have this little running camera that I use. It's like a Osmo pocket. You can run and like really stabilize the run. So I, I follow that person and I interview them. And so like, I have the team story, I have the person story, and I have all this content that we're then, I'm going to put a little bit about during, I'm going to put a lot, a little bit of it via Instagram just like pictures and like videos but then save a majority of the content for the for the for that it's going to be very intimate and we'll we'll learn as I go that's one thing about me you know, like I start something I'm gonna learn about it and I'm gonna figure it out and we're going to do yeah. it you know I think saying? that like, all
1: of us all
0: of us do that, that way yeah, like, I think so too yeah
2: <laughs> I, I was just I was just on a yeah. homie the other
0: day like all you need to know is a little bit a start. <laughs> you need to know two things a little bit of, a little bit of what you're trying to do and don't stop. Those are only two things you need Consistency, to
2: know. Yeah. And don't give up. Yeah. And it's hard. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Don't don't get me wrong. Today I woke up. I had such a bad morning. I had to go take a nap because I was like calling DHL nonstop. And then my 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 website guy was like not responding. And I'm like looking at the timeline. I'm just like, yo, I can't take this. I went, yeah. I took a 35 minute nap, got up. I was like, all right, bet, I'm back. Mm-hmm. But like there'd be ups and downs. Like it's hard. I'm you know, running out of money is real. Like having yeah. a kid. Having a partner being like, yo, what's up? Like, you've been doing this long enough. That shit is real. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell you. What? tell you 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 you're but. speaking
0: to my story, bro? You, yeah, you, no, you, I know.
2: Yeah, I, I can. I'll
0: be looking at like you got multiple kids and they're older. And you've been, like, oh, man, and I know it's like, hard. Like, like for real, for real, for real. I, Julius. He gonna get the biggest portion of my wheel. Like I ain't even gonna stunt. Like
2: yeah,
0: that, that boy he he done been riding with me. <laughs> oh, yeah, you see? know what I'm saying. He done yeah, seen yeah. a lot, you know. But it's it's awesome. But at, at the same time, like when I'm sitting here, like you say, you know, the, the cough is kind of dry. You know, money not running like it was a couple months ago. Right, right. Things right. happen. You got holidays coming. You know, you look at them and you be like. Am I doing the right thing? But then it's it's six in one hand, half a dozen in another, because they also you're my biggest motivators. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? They remind me, yeah. like, yeah, this is why you're working hard. This is why you you jumping out here on this leg right. and and you're gonna make it back because yeah. it's for them. And so you just you kind of balance those two animals and 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 use them for different motivators at different times, but I can't I can't stop what I'm doing.
2: Yeah, no, I 100% agree. And those that stop, it's like, I mean, it's, I understand it, right? Like, I understand why people stop and why people go get a job. Like, and I've almost, you know, like, I'm even, like, even to be real with you, even the last month, I've been interviewing, like, cause I'm like, product ain't here, money ain't here. Like, I gotta get a job, right? So, like, I've been interviewing, like, you know, really with every brand. I've talked to every brand and they want me, but like, it's just, it's really hard for me to be like, yeah, and I have to find the perfect situation. I gotta be able to work remotely, do the work, and do both, right? And so, like,
0: yeah. <sighs> please, please all um, fine, share with me, share with me this experience because what like I, I had a uh 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 mama brought it up, a friend had brought it up. My I, I sat down with my business advisor because I was like, Man, you know, this what last season I had uh I had the little the little pandemic unemployment popping. So, you know, when, when things slow down, because at that point in time, I didn't have a lot of product. Now yeah. I do have product, but because I have product, I have more bills. Right. Yeah. 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 And so like I'm going into the winter time, you know, regular slowdown for, for yeah. running season and stuff like that is happening as expected. Right. You know, I kind of got this thought. I was like, should I go give me a little side job real quick just to have some yeah. kind of other money coming in when I need to maneuver, I can maneuver. And I, I sat down with it for like a week. I talked to my business advisor for a minute and I was like, I can't do it. Yeah, I it's can't real do, hard, man. You no, know, I, 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 I can't sack because it's time equals money. You know, and if I'm spending time doing something else, I, I'm losing more over here is, is how I feel about it. I never, yeah. this is not like me saying to you or anybody else, like, no, don't go get that job. Don't pause that project. Don't do that just for me, especially because any idea, any business that I've come up with has me at the core of it. I'm so heavily involved that yeah. if I stop moving, that business stops moving. Yeah. Where somebody like my uh, my advisor she works on projects or she starts businesses where it's like she's not that important to it. She has the idea, she might mm-hmm. even have a change, but she starts it in a way where it can move without her because mm-hmm. she has to have a steady income in her life. And so it's just, I can't wrap my mind around working a job and being an entrepreneur. I have to be one or the other. So if you decide to do that, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be shooting you text messages like, Listen, hey, bro, man. how was
2: work today? How's it going? <laughs> it's really hard. It's got to be the right. It's got to be the contract work. It's got to be. It's just. But like you said, taking the time to even do that takes you out of the space to create mm-hmm. what is actually going to create the wealth for your family and yeah. what you need. Right. And that's it's just hard. And yeah, it's hard, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love
0: it. It's, love it. it's, it's, it's a beautiful sight watching you run with your, with your with your son right you got a boy. yeah, yeah, yeah i got a yeah wow. everyone
2: thinks it's a little girl man sebastian's he's almost beautiful
1: three. yo he's beautiful. for real
2: yo we were in target yesterday and she's, oh she's so cute i'm like yeah he's a really cute oh my god he's beautiful I'm like yeah and he's gonna know that privilege too you know he's gonna know no. you, you know you pulling you a privileged young light-skinned kid <laughs> you know so you're gonna know that but um but yeah no it's 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 phenomenal it's he loves running so much like he wants to be a part of it he knows like there are days when I'm like trying to take him to school and he's like I want to go in a running stroller running stroller running stroller I'm like bro I'm not taking August- you in a running stroller to school like I'm not taking you in a running stroller <laughs> so we fight on. in the morning he's <laughs> three he's almost he's about to be three in January oh, oh man God. why you gonna
0: Because August be on the same time he- <laughs>
2: E4, artists, yeah.
0: August yeah. be like, I want to go for a run. I remember, uh, he was at the store the last time. Gumbo was there, and he was with me. And you know, he know what time it is. He know we meet up, we go for a run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're out there hanging out. Matter of fact, what day was it? I forget when it was. But I, we had photographers there. Gumbo had photographers mm. there and everything, or videographer. My man's out in the street with the videographer, giving
2: him directions. Like
0: <laughs> in the middle of the street. With a fucking strength, he just out there doing his he's thing, he's ready. Like, Every he time. just watches oh. you. Think
2: about it. Every the time. most yeah. of his life you've been leading. He that's yeah. what
0: he knows. Coming, listen, I had to go get my child, bring him into the store, and then Gumbo <laughs> takes off for they run. Boom. His heart was so hurt when they was gone. Because yeah. oh he was like, God. I want to run, I want to go for a run. Like they you bring them up in that and they love yeah. it.
2: They yeah, they love part it part of it. Yeah, yeah, they feel the energy. It. Exactly. I
1: love it. Wow. This is amazing. Um, Sydney, honestly, I like I I wanted to I could sit on I feel like we could sit here for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna use this as motivation to like bring you back like mid 2022. You know, yeah, I mean? that'd be dope so actually to I, see where we are. Yeah, I wanna see where you're at. I'm I wanna know what the updates are. I'm really like and also uh I think it'll be a good opportunity to promote uh 26 point true. <laughs>
2: Yeah, let's yeah. go. That's that's, in less, that that's make- in less than like six months. That's Wait. April. So we're oh, doing a Boston you guys do Marathon. April. Oh,
1: OK, yeah, Boston I Marathon. So
2: we fall. yeah, no, no, we we're coming it's right like back. Coming so up. we're going okay. back. We're going back to the regular. Um. So, yeah. So, you know, yeah, I'd love to come back and, and let you know how it's going, because this is real time. This is like, you know, what I'm saying there's nothing is predetermined. Like we could <laughs> we could fail. We won't. But, you know, we, we could. You, could, you know, but Let's we go. won't though. I know, I know Let's we won't go. because, yeah, yeah, we won't.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'll just say this, just, just real quick, that everybody should get make sure to check out pioneers. Where can we find you guys on, on Instagram? Yeah,
2: so just P Y N R S. Uh, if you just put that into Google, if you put that on .com, if you put it, I think on Instagram's underscore. We don't got the, the regular yet, but it's underscore. We're putting content out on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Medium. Um, you know, we're trying to kind of flood the market with with product, uh, with with content coming out. So you'll find us. Um, yeah.
1: And then with your with your new drop, what are like the highlights? What are the things that you feel like if someone had to get just one, if they didn't get off yeah. everything, they got like one or two things. What are the what would you say?
2: Man, that's tough. The hat is people, all right. So people love everything, right? But I would yeah. say if for the women, the tights, like. I had I'm telling you from extra small to extra large. Mm-hmm. They were like, I love this, it, it holds everything. I just I love this. How can I get it? Um, from a unisex standpoint, we got the joggers and the sweatshirt. The sweatshirt has like a nice fleece inside, and everything has pockets, right? So, like it's a running apparel that you can chill and look oh, good show. in. So sweatshirt yeah. has a pocket in it. Um, you know, the joggers, everything. So the joggers, so like I would say the, the joggers are a unisex piece, the, the tights, the um the sweatshirt and then the hat the hat's just you can run sure. in it and let it dry and just like no smell right like because okay. merino wool it um the way it takes so like it i forget what the technicality around it but it's like it takes, yeah it's antibacterial and it doesn't wick sweat it vaporizes it mm. so it doesn't have to turn to liquid it just kind of like yeah, look it up. Like, yeah. I'll put it on the website. Check it out; yeah. it'll, it'll tell you the, the technical. But yeah, it the breathes dope, really
1: too. well. That's why I would say, like, yeah. Remember, hey! If y'all don't know, for all you runners out there listening, get onto merino wool because it really is yes. like, it like if you can find running socks out of merino wool, get them because it's yeah. like yeah. yeah, like you're saying, it, it, it vaporizes sweat, keeps you cool, but yeah. it also keeps you warm when you need it. It's an yeah, interesting yeah. fabric.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. oh, all it's all yeah. Season all-purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm loving the energy. I love Before we go, um, I definitely want to let everybody know that the Feed the Homies 5K, the Eventbrite is live. You can go to my personal page. You can go to 7 on Sundays. Personal page to go and sign up for that. It's a 5K. The point of the 5K, our goal is to feed 100, 100 individuals in a, in a Bronzeville High Park community. Uh, any family, any person who may be in need of a, a warm or hot meal on that day, it is December 12th. Um, the 5K is at 8 a.m. The, the food will be at like, I think at like 10 o'clock or 10.30. Um, but yeah, you have the option to sign up to run the 5K. You have the option to also donate if you want to donate. But all of the proceeds are going to feed in at, at minimum 100 people. If we get more money, We're going to up that number and feed more people. So it's called the Feed the Homies 5K. You can find it on 7 on Sunday's Instagram, my personal Instagram, at a cool thought. Come out, run, cheer, volunteer. Um, We are looking for volunteers for the actual serving of the food, some of the preparation of the food. But uh, it's just something we want to do to give back to our community in a a super tangible way. So, yeah
1: um well sydney thank you for coming and joining us via zoom yeah. you know what i mean maybe one day we could do this in person where, oh no nah, trust me i'm coming back to that.
2: chicago asap i'll be i'm yeah. trying to come back to chicago so you'll see me soon um my flight benefits they last until early next year so i'm gonna be using those until <laughs> yes. Yeah. but um uh, no this has been dope I've, I've you know like i said i admire with the work that you both are doing together separately and it's like one of those things where it's like, I want to be there. I want to be a part of it because I just know how special it is. And I just feel like this is the beginning of like growth amongst kind of um, the community of, of, that we represent, the communities that we represent. So I don't know. Yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah, same. I think that this. I, I'm really focused on this coming year specifically because I think that we're really coming out of the the pandemic and in a new way where we yeah. like we can, can we can get back to doing some things that we used to do, but then we're still looking at everything kind of differently and through a different lens. Yeah. So like I, I'm really curious to see us three as leaders and then even broader the running community, like what we actually end up doing, because I think it's gonna like shit's gonna blow. I think it's gonna so be too. insane. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, you know, That's okay. Gold. Thanks for coming out representing Boston <laughs> and thank you for, uh, bringing it back to Chicago, uh, and bringing up the 5k because I almost forgot about it. Is it. You said the 16th?
0: No, it's December 12th.
1: The 12th. Okay. I'm not going to be there, but I, but I'll make sure to share it on my platform as well.
0: Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, thank you, Sydney. I'm just going to stop uh, recording real no, quick. Thank you. Um, peace.